0: सोशशिशिमादसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी श्रीलप्रपाद की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव की जय श्री नामचरस्य श्री की जय प्रेम से कहो जय श्रीकृष्ण कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नेतानंद श्री अद्वैतकदादा सुशादि भक्त की जय श्री कृष्ण श्याम कुंज राधा को Tulsi Devi ki jai, Bhakti Devi ki Grantra Srimad Bhagavatam Kija Gautam ki jai, Shishi Go ki Shishi Radha Bala Baki jai, Shishi Jagannath Baldev Subhadha Devi ki, ki Go Pramanandhi. All, All, All goes to the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. All goes to the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. All goes to the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. All goes to Guru and Go Ranga. hoom um, gyane timrandas jananjana shalakaya chakshrul miltam yena sri gurve namaha sri chaitanya manovistam stapitam yena Bhutale soim rupaka dama dadati soim padantikam Vandeham Sri Gurum, Sri Udapada Kamlam, Sri Gurum, Vaishnavamstha, Sri Rupam, Sahagrijatam Sahaguna Ragunatam, Pitamtam, Sajivam, Sadhavaitam, Sadhgutam, Parijana Sahitam, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Devam, Sri Radha Krishna Padan, Sahaguna Lalita, Sri Vishakam, Pitamtam Sajeevam panch kalpataru bhayashya kripa sindhue vachpati ta pavne bhayo vaishnayo he krishna karuna sindhu din bandhu jagat pate gopesh gopika kaant radha kaant namaste te tapt radhe vrindavaneshuri vishvan devi pranamami hari priye he Krishna, Karuna, Sindhu, Dhin, Bandhu, pate Gopisha, Gopika, Kant, Radha, Kant, Namastute, Sri Krishna, Chaitanya, Prahu, Naityananda, Sri Yadvaita, Gadadha, Sivasadhi, Gaur, Bhaktavinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rām, Hare Rām, 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 Hare Hare, Om um namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om um namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om um namo bhagavate vasudevaya um namo vasudevaya um Hare <coughs> <coughs> Krishna we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Madha Parvati Kesas, Chitra Ketu, Chapter 17 and text number is 10. Iti atad virya vidusi Iti atad virya vidusi Bubane Babu, a soba numb. asobhanam Babu, a soba numb. निर्जीत आत्मा विमानिने निर्जीत आत्मा अभिमानिने इति अतद्विरियः विशुद्धि हि भुवने भावु असो बनम् Rushaha devi drishtayaha Nirjit atma bimanine Itiatad virya vishudi Bhuva ne bhavuva Rushayaha David Ristayaha Nirjita Bimani Nim Prabhus Itiatad Virya Vidosi Bhubane Bahu Asobanaham Usaha David Ristayaha Niljit Atma Bhimani Nayatvidya Vidushi Iti Asadvidya Vidushi Bhuvane bhāhu asovanam Rushah Devi drishtaya Nilchit ātmā Vidusi, Itiyas ad viriyā vidusihi Bhuvane Rusayah Devi dhristayah Nirjit Atma Vimani Nirjit Atma Vimani Iti thus Au Atas Virya Vidusi When Chitraketu Chitra who did not know the power of Lord Shiva Bhuvane spoke Bahu asobahalam that which is not up to the standard of, of etiquette the criticism of exalted Lord Shiva. Rusha with anger Aha said Devi the Goddess Parvati Drishteya on to Chitriketu who was quite seamless Nirijita, Atma, as one who has controlled his senses, Abhimānane, thinking of himself. Translation and by Śrīla Prabhupāda, Śrīla Prabhupāda ki? Yes. Not knowing the powers of Lord Shiva and Parvati, Chitraketi strongly criticised them. His statements were not at all pleasing, and therefore the Goddess Parvati, being very angry, Spoke as follows to Chitriketu, who thought himself better than Lord Shiva in controlling the senses. Although Chitriketu never meant to insult Lord Shiva, he should not have, have criticised the Lord, even though the Lord was transgressing, transgressing social customs. It is said, Tejiya shaham na doseya. One who is very powerful should be understood to be faultless. For example. One should not find faults with the sun, although it evaporates urine from the street. The most powerful cannot be criticized by an ordinary man, or even by the great personalities. Chitrakirti should have known that Lord Shiva, although sitting in that way, was not to be criticized. The difficulty was that Chitrikirti, having become a great devotee of Lord Vishnu, Sankarshan, was somewhat proud of having achieved Lord Sankarshan's favor, and therefore thought that he could not. He could now criticise anyone, even Lord Shiva. This kind of pride in a devotee is never tolerated. A Vaishnava should always remain very humble and meek and offer respect to others. Trinad api api sahi amani deda, sadahari. What should change the holy name of the Lord in a humble state of mind? Thinking oneself lower than the straw in the streets, one should be more tolerant than a tree, devoid of all sense of false prestige, and ready to offer all respect to others. In such a state of mind, one can chant the holy name of the Lord constantly. A Vaishnava should not try to minimize anyone else's position. It is better to remain humble and meek and chant Hare Krishna mantra. The word Nirjit Atma Bhimanine indicates that Chittakirti thought himself. A better controller of the senses than Lord Shiva. Although actually he was not. Because of all the consideration, Mother Parvati Parvati was somewhat angry with Chitraketu. So we'll read the translation once more. Not knowing the powers of Lord Shiva and Parvati, Chitraketu strongly criticized them. His statements were not at all pleasing, and therefore the goddess Parvati. Being very angry, spoke as follows to Chitraketu, who thought himself better than Lord Shiva in controlling the senses. Hare Krishna. So, now we have read this before that in the last chapter, Chitraketu had darshan of. Sankarshan, right? Sankarshan is God, right? Now, that indicates (coughs) his position, that he was a great devotee, right? And then, now, even reaching that stage, the last thing that we have to overcome is, you know, that fame comes with it. And with fame comes what? Pride, and pride is the cause of all the fall down. So we have to find out why does a person get proud, and how to avoid it. So how, what is the cause of pride? Positions. Yeah. What else? It basically comes down to this particular feeling that you are better than the other person. <clears throat> because when you think you are not as good as the other person, then you won't criticize that person. But as soon as that pride comes into you that you are better than that particular person, then you start looking fault in them. Right? Then you become a fly rather than being a honeybee. What do, what do flies do? They look for filth. They have to look for… then we similarly we start looking for faults in other people. Right? And this comes in us, even though when we are devotees, we look at person like Chitra Ketu, who had darshan of Lord Shankarshan, right? He was only on the bhava level. He was almost on the prema level. Still, he had that pride in him. <coughs> so we should do our best to avoid this. And as soon as some pride comes in, what should we do? Chant, right? Pride. Pride comes means that means you think yourself better than somebody else, right? That's when the pride comes. You're comparing yourself to somebody else. So when you feel that you are better than somebody else, what should you do? Save them, Save them or try to glorify them? Try to see qualities that are better than you in them. Right? <clears throat> Once no, sorry, uh duryodhana and Duryodhana was asked to go in, in the kingdom and find a person who was better than him. And then same time Yudhishthira was asked to go and find a person who was lower than him. So when Duryodhana went and went through the whole kingdom, what did he find? No one was better than him. He was the best. And when Yudhishthira was sent to find if there any, anybody was lower than him, what did he find? No one was lower than him. He was the lowest of the world. So this is the quality of the devotee, humility. Prabhupada said here, you know, uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Maharaj said, you know, that we should tie this mantra around our neck. And what is that mantra? Trinadapi sunisena, taropi Amani Dena kritaneha sadahari. We should be humble as a blade of grass, more tolerant than a tree, because What we are trying to attain is devotional service. Devotional service means bhakti. And wherever there is no humility, bhakti does not reside there. So bhakti and dainya, dainya means humility, right? They are friends. And as soon as one goes, the other goes. Make sense? So if you want devotional service, what you have to do? You have to become humble, you have to become tolerant. <clears throat> and once you have this, then devotional service comes. Right Now we have heard this many times, you know, in lectures and from classes that, you know, when we do something, material stuff, when you leave this body, what happens? Everything is finished, right? We don't take, We might have a million dollars in the bank, when we die and we get born again, we don't get that million dollars in our next life. But we say devotional service never finishes. Isn't that right? Have you heard that? It can finish. There's one way you can destroy a devotional service, and how is that? Vaishnava prat. And if you do seva prat, you know you chant the mantras. When we do the D.T.O. ship, there's a list of mantras in there which you chant, and we can get rid of all those offenses. But when you do a Vaishnava prat, then nothing can save you. Even Krishna can't save you. You know the past time about Ambrish Maharaj and Durva Samuni? Right? He went everywhere. After he offended Ambrish Maharaj, he went to Lord Shiva. He couldn't help him. He went to Brahmaji. He couldn't help him. He went to Lord Vishnu, because his his, uh, Sudarshan chakra was chasing him, and still he couldn't help him. He said, I can't help you, even though this is my weapon. He said, the only person who can help you is? Amrish Maharaj. So, this is the thing about devotees. Devotees are very dear to Krishna, and Krishna can tolerate any offences against himself, but he does not tolerate offences against his devotees. Right? Still, <coughs> you might be thinking, why this is happening? Right? You have to understand, on the other is that this is also staged by Krishna, right? Because he's using his special devotees to teach us a lesson, that if somebody like Ketu can fall down and commit offences in his next life, what did he become? A demon, right? Then what can happen to us? So we have to be very, very careful at every stage of our devotional service. Does that make sense? So this is the main point of today. Try to be humble, try to be tolerant, be prideless. If there is any pride comes up, you know, immediately repent about it, you know. And if you're really envious about somebody, go and glorify that person. Try to have some, you know. be. you have to have bring the humility in our heart. And to bring the humility, you, ha- you should be, you know, it's the most difficult is to go and apologise to peasant, isn't that right? And that's the most important thing, and that's how you become humble. So humility comes when you start apologising, you know. <clears throat> Even if you don't commit any offences, right, and somebody feels like you have offended, you have to apologise. Do you know of a past time where this happened? Once uh, Rupa Goswami was doing his sadhana, This was in Vrindavan, and a devotee wanted to go and see him, but he had some disformity, right? So, Rupa Goswami was doing meditation. He was in, you know, deep with Radha and Krishna, and he was smiling. And this particular person thought that Rupa Goswami was smiling because of his disformity. So, he got offended, and immediately Rupa Goswami's sadhana broke. And then he was wondering what happened, you know? Then he went to his older brother, Sanatan Goswami, and he asked him, you know, what did I do wrong, you know? He said, you must have offended the Vaishno. So you see, immediately, you have offended a Vaishnava and you have lost the position from there, you have gone. Down. So he said, what do I do? I don't remember offending anybody. <coughs> so he said, you should hold a big fist and invite everybody. The person who doesn't come is the one whom you offended, you know. So they held a feast, and this Baba did not come, and then Rupa Goswami went and explained to him what happened, and then all the misgivings was. Right? So even a person like Rupa Goswami, who is expansion of Radharani, who is the most dear servant of Krishna, most intimate servant of Radharani, if he can go and apologize, you know, so we, why shouldn't we be, be apologizing? You know? So this is the message from today. Today is a very special day as well. What is today? Bahulaasthami. Astami was yesterday. And Radha Kund appeared last night in India, which was 5.30 in the morning our time. So as people were here chanting, you know, having darshan of the Lord, you know, thousands of people were taking bath in Radha Kund. You know, so it's a very special day, and I thought I'll, it, it's Kartik month. Um, Rupa Goswami said, of all the places in the Three World, Madhupuri is the most auspicious place. And an- Another name for Madhupuri is? Mathura. So we know by the name Mathura, so it's n- another name of Mathura is Madhupuri. <clears throat> And in Mathura, why is Mathura so auspicious? Because Because Krishna was born there. Right? And in Mathura, Vrindavan is most auspicious. Right? Why is Vrindavan so auspicious? Because Krishna performed Rasalila there. And in Vrindavan, Gobardhan is most auspicious. Now you know about Govardhan. You know Govardhan is a very special place where Krishna performed so many pastimes there. And one of the things I like about the pastime of Govardhan is that, you know, <clears throat> in Krishna there's Astakal Lila. Lila. You know what Astakal Lila is? Krishna's day is divided into eight parts, and each part Krishna is with certain type of devotees. So in the morning, from six o'clock to eight thirty-six, he is with his parents. So he's enjoying Vatsaleras. Right? He's in the morning, he gets up, milks the cows, has his breakfast, gets ready. And then at 830, he, 8.36, he lives and with his friends. So that time he's enjoying Sakheras. Then he goes to the gopis at midday at Radhakun, which is uh, Madureeras. So throughout the day, what happens is that Krishna is divided in different times with different devotees. Right? And they all want to be with Krishna, they can't live without Krishna. But Krishna cannot be everywhere at the same time. So, at Gobardhan, when Krishna lifted the mountain, the Gobardhan, on his left hand. So, of the two hands, which one is the weaker? Left hand. And then, where did he lift it? And of all the fingers, this one is the weakest. Isn't that right? So he lifted, and which part of the finger did he lift out on? On his nails. You know, so this is how powerful Krishna is. How big was Govardhan at that time? What was the height of Govardhan? Sixteen miles tall and fourteen miles wide. And he was lifting with this tani. And how old was Krishna? Seven. seven. or eight years, something like that, seven years old. Right. Little boy, lifting the whole govardhan, right? And all his friends and everybody thought, Now they had the whole stick, you know. They were also holding it, right? And Krishna said, okay, I think they're getting a bit proud, they're thinking that I'm lifting it. So what did Krishna do? Put the little weight down, you know. Everybody, hey Krishna, help, help, you know. So they could understand that they were not the one holding it, it was Krishna who was holding it, you know. And during that seven days and seven nights, all the devotees, prajabhasis, the cows, and everything, they had complete darshan of Krishna, uninterrupted. So this is the greatness, one of the great things about Gopardana. He brought everybody together. There's only one person he couldn't, who couldn't have darshan of Krishna. Who was that? Hmm? Radharani. Now you, mind, you must be wondering why. Because when he was there, Radharani was there, and when Krishna sees Radharani, what happens to him? So he saw Radharani, and then everything started falling, right? He loses his control. And then the Gopi said, you better hide, you know. <laughs> because, you know, if you come in front of Krishna, this hill is going to fall and we are going to all die, you know. So while everybody was having full darshan of Krishna, Radharani was hiding, and that was at the tapas. You know? But she was with Krishna, Krishna was there. Right? So this is, in Vrindavan, that's the most auspicious place. And at Gobardhan, what is the most auspicious place? Radha-Kund. kund is the most, there's nothing above Radha-Kund. Right? So last night, <clears throat> in or basically this morning according to our time, was the day that radha appeared in there. So you might have all heard pastime about how Radha-Kund appeared, how Aris- Aristasur was killed, right? You have already read Krishna books? How many of you don't know how it was done? Please lift your hand so that I can... Now, all of you know? Okay. One person doesn't know, it's nothing wrong with... Okay, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> so what happened is that there was a demon, a friend of... Kamsa, right? And he, he appeared in the form of a... Bull, right? So he was big. How big was he? When he raised his tails, the tails were moving the clouds. You know how high the clouds are? Right? So he wanted to kill Krishna. He was very proud of himself that he has this ability, right? So he came there and everybody was scared. When he was running like that, the whole Vrindavan was shaking. It's like an earthquake was coming, right? So he came, Krishna, and he charged at Krishna. Krishna held his thorn, uh, horns and threw him back. He got really angry, you know. He got up and he charged again at Krishna. And Krishna held his own and threw him on the ground. And then he pulled one of the horns and beat him to death. Right? So after this demon was killed, that was fun, right? Yeah. So after the demon was killed, Krishna wanted to go and enjoy with the gopis. And what did the gopis said? Don't come near us, you know. You killed the bull. What does bull represent? dharma, you have, you know, you're contaminated. And Krishna says, he was a demon, he said, doesn't matter, you know. He appeared in the form of a bull, you killed him, you're contaminated, don't come, don't come even near us, forget about touching us, you know. So he said, okay, what do I do? He said, you have to go to all the holy places and take a bath. Yeah, not only here. In all the three planets, so in the upper planets, you know, everywhere. And Krishna, he doesn't want to live? Vrindavan. So what did he do? He asked all the Tirath places to come there, right? So before he did that, what did he do? Using his feet, he stamped on the ground and he created a kund in there, right? So if we look at uh, uh, Kund, what is the shape of it? It's like a feet, right? If you put your whole feet there, you know where Radha and shamkund meet, it's, it's uh, smaller, it's like the, you know, the heel of, and then it goes slightly, slightly bigger in there, right? It just so happened, I'll tell you a little bit, upon how it happened there. While Radha-kund is like square, right? Now shamkund was also being, they were trying to build it in the same form, but it did not appear because of Krishna's special mercy. You know. So, all these personalities came, you know. Ganga Devi came, they're in person, they are saying, Krishna says, okay, introduce yourself. They fold their arms and say, I'm Ganga Devi, I'm Yamuna Devi, I'm Godavari, I'm Saraswati. And then Krishna says, okay, all of you enter the water. So, immediately the whole Kund was filled. And Krishna entered and took his bath there. So when he came out and he told the gopis, now you can go and have, a bath there. Because you are also contaminated. Why were the gopis contaminated? Because they took side of a demon. They took side of uh, uh, Aristhasura, right, that he was a bull. Said so because you took this side of a demon, you are contaminated, you go and take a bath. And the gopi said, that water is already contaminated because you took a bath. You put all your sins there, we're not going to take a bath. So we're going to create our own kund. So how did they create the kund? Mm-hmm. Using their bangles. So they took their bangles out, the thousands of gopis, they made a nice kund. Right? Now it's time, time to get water. So they all lined up, all the way to Manasi Ganga. Right? That's a few kilometers away. And each of them have their matka, you know, that uh, ethan pot. They fill water, they pass it to the next one, next one like that, and they're filling it up, you know. And it's getting late now, and there's hardly any water there because the kund is big, and Krishna wants to enjoy his pastime. So Krishna signals to the, all the tiritas and he says, please pray to Radharani so that you can come in. So all the tiritas go, you know, pray to Radharani, please let us save you. And Radharani says, okay. So as soon as says okay, what happens? The bank breaks, right? And the water from Shamkund go into the Radha Kund in there. So <clears throat> it is said that Radha Kund is the liquid form of Radharani. And Shamkund is the liquid form of sham. And because during the day they get separated, this is one place by being together, they're always together. They're always in union in there, right? So this is how it was created. <clears throat> so over time, as time went by, the places were lost. When the Bajabhas is left with Krishna, when Krishna went, finished his Prakat Leela here, his manifested pastime here, Everybody left and also the dham got lost. So five hundred years ago, who went there? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went there. And he was looking for Radha and Shyamkund. So he looked for Gram. Arista is the place where the demon was killed, so that village was named as Aristogram. So he went there and he asked those people, where is Radha Kund and shamkund and nobody knew about it. Then he sat under a tree and he started meditating. So there's a place called Chaitanya Baitak, if you go to Radha Kun, right, under the tree. So that's where he was sitting and meditating. And then he saw that in the paddy field, in a rice field, there were two lakes there, little, little ponds there, right? And he, he recognized there were Radha Kun and Shamkunda. Then he went and took bath there, and everybody is wondering what is the special about this place. And then he started reciting all these prayers about Radha Kun and Shamkun. And then everybody knew Shamkun, Radha Kun. <clears throat> then what happened is that one of when you talk about Radha Kun, right, especially in our Parampara. In Gaudiya Mat uh, Prampara, that one personality comes very strongly in that place. Without his mercy, it, it would happen. And who is that? Raghunath Das Goswami. Raghunath Das Goswami was one of the six Goswamis who had spent most time with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Right? He, when he left um, his home at a, at a young age, he went to Puri and he was under sarup And who is Sarup Madharas in Krishna Lila? Lalita Shaki. Right, she is the leader of all the gopis. Right? She organizes everything for Radha and Krishna. So he was trained there. And when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left, sarup damodar left, and then Ragnada said, Okay, I can't live without them. So out of suppression he left Puri and he came to Vrindavan. And what was his intention? Commit suicide," he said. "I'll go on a climb on the Govardhan and jump from there and give up my life." And Sanatan and uh, Rupa Goswami told him not to do that. He said, "You should stay here. We do not know the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Antalila pastime, you know. Uh, <clears throat> the early pastimes was already written by Vrindavan, you know, Vrindavan Thakur, and also by Murari Gupta." But the final past times, whatever happened in Puri, nobody knew about it. So he said, you should come and preach about this. You, can, you should come and talk about this, so you can tell us. So every day Raghunath Das Goswami at Radha for three hours he would recite this. And where was he reciting? So you know there's Radha Kun and Shamkun, right? So when Radha Kun was created, Krishna said that, your Kun will be more glorious than my kund. Everybody will know and glorify Radha Kund more than my kund, Right? And I'll take my bath every day here. And Radha Rani said the same thing. I'll take bath in your Kund. So the place where Radha Rani takes her bath is the place where Rupa Goswami's uh, Bhajan kutia is. And this is where he was reciting. The, if you go where the three uh, Samadhis of the three Goswamis are there, uh, Raghunath Das Goswami, Raghunath Bhat Goswami and uh, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami. Those three of them, they are there. That is where all those past times were happening. Later on, when uh, Vishwanath Chakrithi Bharti came, he was there and he wanted to know all the past times there. So there was a pilu tree there. You know pilu tree? There's a tree? This is a very small fruit, right? And the seeds are very hot chilli hot, you know. And you're just supposed to eat the top one, you can't sup on the chilies, otherwise, you know, it's like you're eating chilli, right? So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he went to Vrindavan, and he took this pili fruit to uh, Jagannathpuri. And he gave it to the devotees, you know. So those who were not from Braj, they didn't know about it, you know. They ate it, they chewed it, and you know. And then Mahaprabhu was laughing. He said, "This is not the how the way to eat it." So this pilu tree was actually reciting all the pastimes to Vishwanath uh, Chakrabarti. So when <clears throat> Sanatan, uh, when Raghunath Das came there, he was saving, you know there, and he, th- he thought, you know, he had this desire that he wanted to make it proper, you know, just um, dig it up, you know, just like it is now, today, right? So, but he didn't want to get involved with all this money and business and everything. So, <clears throat> there was a devotee who wanted to build a temple at Badrikashram. And Krishna came in his dream, he said, forget about that temple you want to build there, you take that money and go and give it to Raghunadas. And Raghunadas will refuse in the beginning, but you tell them, you had this desire, and Krishna himself has asked me to give the money. So when he went there, Raghunadas actually took the money, and then he excavated the whole place. So you see, he excavated the Radha-kund, which is in square. And then he started excavating the Shamkun. kund But <clears throat> there were a lot of trees around the place. right? And then they, if they had to do it in a square where certain trees was, had to be chopped. And they decided, okay, we'll have to get rid of these trees. And at that night, who came in the dream of Das Goswami? And who was in the tree? The five Pandavas, Yudhishthira Maharaj came. So Yudhishthira Maharaj came and said that we are meditating here. These five trees are us five brothers here. Please do not guard us. You know. So you see that's why that different shape takes over. And few other trees were like that. You know that they, Then they realized that these are not just trees. These are special personalities here. So they tried to avoid that. And that's why Sham Koon is in that particular shape. Right. and then uh, after all that happened, Raghunatha Goswami said, "You know, we, we can take bath here, but we should not wash our clothes. You know, we shouldn't do anything like that." So what did he do? He said, "We should dig a well." So while they were digging a well, which is there, it's, I think it's called Gopi Kupna or something by that name. While they were digging, what did they find? of Lord Jagannath. So there was a stone there, and when it got hit by whatever they are digging with, the spade or whatever, it started bleeding. And then everybody got scared, you know, what, what's happening, you know. They ran to Baba, you know, Raghunadas Das, what happened? He said, okay, forget about it, just leave it, you know. So overnight, then Giriraj came in, Raghunath Das, Goswami's dream, and he said, uh, that blood that's coming is from my tongue, it's my tongue. So he said, take it out and install it. So, if you go there, one of the mandir is called Jiva Mandir. Jiva means tongue. And it's still there. And you can still see the blood mark on that in there. You know. So, this is the places that we have got, you know. And uh, I hope, you know, you have a little bit de- desire to go there. Right? So this is a very special place. You know, the three main deities of the, our sampradaya which are Radha, Madan Mohan, Radha, Govindiji and Radha, Gopinath. Right, so when, who was that, who was that uh, Muslim king? Arangazegh. When he attacked Vrindavan, all these deities were taken from there, and where did they go to? But where did they go before that? First they took them to Radha Kund, Right, so that's why you go there, those deities are still there. Their, their representatives are still there. Then it was taken to Kamavan, and from Kamavan it was taken to... Uh, now you might be thinking, oh, it just like to, It took years, you know. Ratha, uh, Radha Govindji it took about 10 years from leaving Brindavan to reach, reach there. So it was a long time. They went to different places. They went another place, I think, before it reached there, and then finally they went to... Uh, Jaipur there. Right. <clears throat> so a few pastimes that happened there, right? Um, and also, we are, we are called that we are Rupa-anugas. What does Rupa-anuga mean? We are followers of Rupa Goswami, right? And Rupa and Raghunath are same thing, right? So we, it'll be nice to actually understand a little bit of mood of this. And also, you'll find a way how to worship this place by living here while we are here today. Right? So let's hear the pastime. One thousand names every day. One hundred thousand names every day. Then he used to do manasik puja, right, puja in his mind. He used to pay 1,000 of to Krishna every day, and 2,000 to all the devotees, and he used to embrace them, right? So this is what he was doing every day, right? How long he used to sleep? Ninety minutes. One and a half hours is all he used to sleep. Right? And he was very strict. Now when, we, when he was in Puri, you understand how strict he was, how austere he was. Right? In the beginning he was begging prasadam from uh, those people who sell the prasadam, right? Then in the end what he was eating? Whatever was left over thrown that was rotten, eaten by the cows, and he'll wait for the cows to eat and then he'll take, you know, wash them and eat them. Now that's how austere he was. But in Radhakun he was even more austere. And what he used to drink? Buttermilk. In one cup. Right? That's all he used to do. Some days. Not even every day. One of those. So one of his <clears throat> you know, seven, thirty, you know, he's drinking buttermilk and he's taking one bowl. Let's give him a bigger bowl, so we can put more buttermilk, at least he can de- drink more, right? So, usually, the, you know the, how the bowls are made, you have all been to India, right? That, uh, from the papers, right? what do you call, the leaves of trees, right? What tree is it made from? Banana. I have probably some are made of bananas. Okay, so, <clears throat> then his seventh, he went to a place called Sakisthali. You know what? Play, who is in charge of Sak, uh, Sakisthali? Chandravali. So one side, if you look at Gobardhan, right? Gobardhan side is in charge of Radharani. On the other side is Chandravali. So if we go to um, what do you call uh, Pustali, which which is the tail of Gobardhan, right? Because Gobardhan is said to be in a in a form of a peacock, right? That, Two eyes are Radha Kund and Sham Kund, and the tail is on the other side, right? And if you go about five kilometers, the other side is, where's the place? In that place, the leaves are much bigger, so you can make bigger cups. So he went and brought these leaves from there, and he made a cup, and he gave it to Raghunada's Goswami. As she was about to drink that buttermilk, he asked, where did you get this? How come it's so big? He said, oh, we got it from that place, you know, immediately threw it away, you know. Because uh, Chandrabali and Radha Rani, they're opposing parties, right? He, did, he was so much Radha Rani's man that he didn't want to do anything with Chandrabali, not even drink from the cu- cup that was from there, right? This is the mood of um, the, our leaders whom we are following, right? So. That's the mood we should be, you know, right? We should follow Srila Prabhupada. This is our, this is, don't go here and there. Don't go to different places. Prabhupada is the way, that's the way we should go. We should be so strong. Anybody who doesn't uh, have respect for Prabhupada, you don't want to do anything with them. As simple as that. This is the lesson we learned from past times like this. Now, <clears throat> the other past time was that, Raghunath Das Goswami, you know, he wanted to save very nice sweet rice to Radha and Krishna. But he's a Babaji. He's a Radha Kund. Right? So what happens is that he doesn't have any of those things. So what, he, what, he, what does he do? He do Manasik Puja. Have you heard of Manasik Puja? Right. So we understand that when, when we are here, when we are in some place, we are saving with our physical body. But that's not all we are, right? We also have a subtle body, of which mind is the most powerful. It's more important to have our mind in our place, just like Rupa Goswami said that, it's better to be outside Vrindavan and think of Vrindavan than to be in Vrindavan and think of somewhere else, right? Because the mind has to be there. So Raghunath Das Goswami sat down in a nice place, right? And he was meditating, right? Now close your eyes and let's make some sutras for the Lord, right? Meditate with me, right? So what do you do is you get the best rice, right, the most fragrance rice, you know. And then you get the best milk from the milk that is most fragrant from the best cow, right? And you get the best pot, you know, silver pot, shining, clean pot, you know. And you make a fire with cow dung. Then you put the milk in there. And with a golden spoon, you stay the milk. And when the milk starts boiling, you put the rice in there. And you cook and cook until it's cooked very nicely. And when it's done, you put misri, the sugar in there. You put saffron in there, right? And you make a nice, and you cool it down, and it's beautiful, right? Right temperature, then you offer it to the Lord. So you offer to all Radha and Krishna, and all the gopis were there, the eight, as much as they could, and they were still left over. Then he gave it to all the brujbasis who were there, and they were still left over. You can't throw prashadam, right? So what does he do? He drinks the sweet rice himself, right? So he finishes the whole thing, and then he goes off to sleep. Next morning, big problem. What happened? Indigestion. So he has a stomach ache, right? And everybody gets worried, so they call the doctor, you know. And the doctor comes, Ayurvedic thinks, he holds his right hand and he looks at it, and he says, From what I can feel is that you have taken too much milk product, you know. You have taken too much rice sweet rice or something, you know. And they said, what are you talking about? He drinks a little bit of buttermilk every day, and even doesn't drink every day. What kind of doctor you are? He said, okay, let me check again. He said, checks again. He said, no, 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 you know. He definitely had his indigestion, you know. Then Raghunath Gha- Das Goswami said, yesterday in my Manisik Puja, I offered sweet rice to everybody, and whatever was left over, I took it, you know. Right? So this is how powerful Manisik Puja is, right? So while we are here, we can take a bath in Radha Kund, right? Payot then take a bath, put few drops of water in your hand, pray to her and ask for forgiveness that you're gonna enter, your feet gonna touch her, right? And then you enter the water, take baths three times. You can do it for your family as well, right? And then you do the same thing to sham Kund, and then you go to Radha Kund. So this is how you take a bath, Radha Kund, sham Kund, and then Radha Kund and then chant a few rounds from there you know and make some nice offering and offer it to them so this is a very special day a couple of points that i want to understand you to get is that manisik puja is very powerful if you have something offer it if you don't have it you know while you're sleeping in a bed you can actually do that right they're doing charasi of uh, course, Prakrima, they are there every day going every day they're going to different places. So all our devotees from all over the world by mercy of Srila Prabhupada. Right, Prabhupada brought Vrindavan to the West, and the devotees from the West have gone to Vrindavan. They are there last night or this morning, our time. Thousands of devotees went and took bath there. In 2018, I was fortunate. <coughs> I was there and I went and took a, took a bath at midnight, you know. And those who couldn't go there, I have got some water from Kund. so before you go, spread it on your head, put it some on your head, and it will be same as having bath there. Only difference is this, this water is not only, it is, I went, when I did the prakrama I filled water from all different places, whichever kund, and I got everything in there, you know. To take a little bit in your mouth, put a little bit on your head, and it, people might be still bathing there, because it all happened last night, you know, 5.30 according to our morning, you know. I woke up Grivanda and I said, oh, they're just having a bath there, you have some water on your head, you know, then I came, came here, you know. So, uh, the other thing is, be careful of Vishnu you know. Don't be like a fly, like a bee. And if you commit too much of this Vaishnava Prad, then have to take a picture, you know, a nice photo of a fly, and I take a picture. You, you have to realize it, you have to see it, you know. And then every time you see something, okay, I don't know, do you want to be a fly or do you want to be a bee? You know? Right, so this way, you know, we try to actually become more humble, and um, hopefully one day we can all go back to Godhead. We are very, very fortunate in this movement that Śrīla Prabhupāda, what Śrīla Prabhupāda has given us. Uh, we should not only use it for ourselves, but give it to as many people as possible. You know, The more people who are in this movement, the more, you know, when you are going to, one person goes, you know, it's so difficult to work because we walk 20, 23 kilometers, 25 kilometers. Some days it's hard, you know. In the morning when the sun is hot on your head, you know. But when you're walking in a group, you go, you know. When you're doing on your own, sometimes you are left behind, you know. It is so difficult, you know. But when you're walking in a group, you don't even feel it. You basically just going. So same thing. The more devotees are together, the more we can get together. The more we can go, it will be much much easier. Hopefully next year, you know, things gets better. I'm hoping we can go and do, again, one more braj mandal Prakrama before Krishna says, you know, depending on on the health. So, plan this, you know. Tin uh, Bandhu Prabhu said, anybody who does this Chaurasi course Prakrama, Chaurasi, you know, means 84, right? Course, one course is about three kilometers, so it's about 250 kilometers, right? So, anybody who does this Chaurasi course Prakrama does not come to Chaurasi, 8.4 million, what do you call that? Huh? Kado, right? right? 8.4 million living entities, this is the living entity. So, you do this and you don't come back to this material all again. You can spend whole of your life, listen to me very carefully, this statement. You work so hard to earn money, right? And there is no guarantee we'll have anything by the time we retire. Right? Give your 30 days. Just 30 days of that 60, 70 years that you're going to live on this planet, one month, and it'll guarantee you back home, back to Godhead. But to go there, you need special mercy. Whose mercy do you need? Before Radharani's mercy, you need Srila Prabhupada's mercy Because Prabhupada is the one who can deliver us to Radharani. Right? So say Prabhupada. Every morning come, put your head on Prabhupada's lotus feet. If you have real desire, Prabhupada please me, you know. Make some arrangement, you know. Pray to Radharani. Be sincere, you know. And everything gonna happen. Take care. Any comments? Any questions? Sometimes with, like some, sometimes with Krishna's mercy, we are very good at doing one service, but then sometimes we see some devotees get envious of us, and then we can see envy in the hearts for us. So should we continue our service and keep a distance from them, or should we just stop doing the service and let them do the service? You should never stop doing your service. So if they become envious, include them. You know. Why do they become envious? Because you are doing service so nicely and they're not giving an, give, getting an opportunity. So, if you include them, they'll feel happy. Isn't that right? In you know, a lot of time, you know, we have this thing, I want to do the service. And I was like that in the beginning, right? I want to go on the altar every festival time, try to sneak it on the do and you know, right? But then you realize as you, much you are more, you know, let involve everybody, you know. The more you involve them, the more they know you, the more you become their friends, they become your friends, you know. They're, see, nobody hates when they are your friends, am I right? So you make them your friends, you know, right? But you should never stop doing your service, you know, right? And the other thing is that, this is the hard one. When we see that somebody has envious, envy in their heart, it is because we have envy in our heart. You only can see in others what you have. Understand what I am saying? So when Prabhupada, you know, this is why when Srila Prabhupada went all over the world and he preached to these people, whom was he preaching to? What was there, you know? You know, there was in Jagais and Madais, you know. Isn't that right? But did Srila Prabhupada see all those bad qualities in them? now he was propod was like a honey bee he was just looking at the good qualities in people you know so when you see something bad in people immediately you know that you have that bad quality in there right? and we can't help people you know the reason why we are in this material world is because we were envious of krishna right so there will be people envious but try to engage them you know as much as possible Make them their friend, give them their prasadam, you know. You know, somehow or the other, make a friend, give them something that is, you know. It's not very difficult to please devotees, you know. You know, I just brought this uh, Radha Kunjal, you know, and I said, put, put a little bit on, just a few, you know. And devotees were so happy, you know. You gave me Radha Kunjal, you know. Mm. And this is how it's Give a little bit of prasadam, you know. You know. Talk to them. You know, just like Ragnada's uh Rupa Goswami, you know there was a misgiving right that person thought uh, he was laughing at him, you know, the crippled person you know Sadhu thought, but what was it? he wasn't you know, so a lot of time people have misgivings when you talk to people you know if he think he's feeling like that, you try to engage them hey probably you you want to do that can you help me this way you know like that you know um <clears throat> Anybody who comes to the kitchen, you know, wants to do some service, I always engage them. If somebody comes to me, it's like Krishna is sending them to me. I might be in charge of that cooking, but it's my responsibility of, on behalf of Krishna to engage them in their service. And I have come; people come to me, you know, years later, come say, hey, Prabhu, thank you very much. And I'm wondering who is this person, you know, you know, because it's so many people, especially on Janmasthami time, you know, And then they say, Prabhu, I came there and I asked for some service, nobody gave me any service, and you engaged me in something. I said, what did you do, you know? Oh, I threw some rubbish away, you know. (laughs) You know, threw some cartons away like that, you know. To them, it's something very important. This is how easy it is, you know. So this is what we should do, engage more and more people in Krishna's service. This movement, Srila Prabhupada's movement, is not about ourselves. You might have had me in my classes many times, Prabhupada's compassion is all about. At the age of 70, when everybody is living in the dham to lift their body, Prabhupada left Vrindavan to come and preach to us. We have inherited that. You know, you go to the dham, you get recharged, come back and preach. That's what this is all about. And then if you do that a little bit, you know, doesn't matter we are qualified or not qualified, Prabhupada will take us. Because if Prabhupada goes and tells Nityananda Prabhu or Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, please take this person, how can they refuse him? Isn't that right? Prabhupada has done so much, you know. So if he say Prabhupada, you know, little bit, Prabhupada will never forget. And Nityananda Prabhu is so merciful, Prabhupada once said that, you cannot understand how forgiving Nityananda Prabhu is. We can commit millions of offenses, millions of things, you know, he keeps forgiving us, you know. I was, I was asking one of my God brothers, you know, senior God, why do we have so much problems in school, there's so much politics here, isn't that right? And he said, it's all Nityananda's fault, you know. He said, he brings everybody, whoever wants, he brings them, and these people are not qualified, so what does happen? You know? People fight, you know. Isn't that right? Because we have got people of all different, you know, you go to a lot of sampradas. they had trains from, you know, you go to South India, the temples, everything is pakka, nothing, you know, just like that. It's gone. Everything is there, you know. Whoever wants to say, Hare Krishna, oh, come, come, that's it, you know. Once you shout, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, 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 Ram Hare Hare, and Krishna never forgets, Chaitanya Mahavu never forgets, Nityananda starts running after you. This is His mercy now. And Śrīla Prabhupāda, this is His expansion of His mercy. Theak-eh? Any comments? Any other questions? Yes, Mataji? How long you have been with con for? 33 years. You have been reading all 33 years? Read, listen. I do, today you were telling, I didn't know most of the stories. If you love something, you'll remember those things. So if you want to be somewhere, right, then you have to know about that place. How can we know, how can we go to Vrindavan if you don't know about (laughs) Vrindavan? Now, the Goswamis have written so many things, read their books. Read Prabhupada's book, read Prabhupada's lectures. You know. Which books all these stories are in Bhagavatam? Bhagavatam? Bhagavatam so is... where did you read all these stories? The Goswami's books are there, there's PDF files in there. I haven't even finished the Bhagavatam. Yeah, you read Bhagavatam first, read Prabhupada's book first. So, thank you Prabhu. And yes. the other thing is, listen to, um, At the moment, if you want to know about these pastimes, the Chorasi course parkumat that they are doing, every day they're talking about where they are, the pastimes of the whatever I have just given is a little bit of what they are talking about. And they said apps. Anybody is interested, give me my number and I'll send you the app. Every day it's about one and a half hour class. So while I was coming here, I was listening about the pastimes of uh, Radha-Kund this morning. So driving from home to here, I was listening to the pastimes. You know, yesterday they did, it. yesterday they did Radha-Kund. The day before they did Gopardhan. So it tells you all about those pastimes. You know. So you, you, know. you finish all the Bhagavatam everything? I've read it once. I'm reading it again. You can never finish because every time you read like anything i haven't read this bit you know but it makes more sense now as you become more pure see <clears throat> the atma is like a gold but it is covered with dirt you know we can't see that so all as we do more devotional service you know all these things when we read about krishna we listen about krishna we have more association of devotees all those anarthas starts disappearing and then you can absorb more you can see you know, that's the difference. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Any other comments or any other questions? Did you have... Yes. Thank you. Um, with the highest power being within us and us kind of already being at where we're trying to get to, Yeah. like we're already at where we're trying to get to, with returning to God or Supreme, are we already here in this moment together? Like, you know what I mean? Sort of, let me see if I can understand what you are saying. What you are saying is that the highest, highest power is within us. Mm. So what you have to understand is, there is God. He's the most Supreme person. And we are his part and parcel. So to understand, let's see, there's a sun god, right? There's a sun planet, and then there's the sunlight, the sun rays, right? So our position is that of the sun rays. So we are one of those little, little minute, right? And there's so many of us, right? The trees and, you know, you go around, which each of those are each of those rays. So the rays cannot be equal to the sun, agree? because the sun is big in quantity wise but those uh, each ray is very small right but the quality wise is same the sun has heat and light the little ray has heat and light so as living entities we have the same thing we have the same qualities of krishna but the quantity is different right so the the way to understand is that he is the supreme we are minute and our position is to save him. That's why... What, sorry, what's, yeah? the, what's the difference between, like, where, what's the separation? Like, because it's all in the, our DNA. Yeah. So, and the separation is that, in the spiritual world, everybody saves Krishna, mm-hmm. right? But because we have the same quality as, as Krishna, one of culti, Krishna's quality is that he's fully independent, and we have got little bit of independence. Mm-hmm. And when we misuse that independence and we want to become like Krishna rather than be- save Krishna, that's when we leave that spiritual world and we come here. So now we have to revive that consciousness again, saying that I'm not God. right? That's why we say, I'm the landlord, everything belongs to me. I and mine, that is our problem. Then when we actually change that I am I and mind too, everything belongs to Krishna and I should use everything in Krishna's service, then we go back to our other otherwise, you know, the biggest problem in this material world is that I think I'm this body. Are we this body? Right? So who are we? We are this living force. We are the Atma. Right? So once we understand that we are the Atma and we understand the Atma never dies. And we the other thing we know that everybody saves somebody. Our mood is to save, am I right? Parents save their children, kings save their everybody, right? You save somebody, you work for somebody, right? So that is our constitutional position. The problem is that we are misusing our service, whom we are saving. So when we start saving Krishna, when we are saving his devotees, then Krishna becomes happy, then we understand our situation of who we are who Krishna is, what is our relationship with Him, and then we start saving Him, and then we go back there. And then, no problems. Did I answer your question? Thank you, Prabhupada. Okay, we're going to finish here. Shila Prabhupada ki jai, Krantra Shri Mat Bhagavatam ki jai, Shri Gaur Nithai ki jai, Shri Shri Radha Balhava ki jai, Jagannath Baldev Subhadha ki jai, Gaurpa Manandi, Yari Yari Vanchi Kalptaro Bhaisca Kripa Sindhevacca Patita Nampa Avni Bhayu Vaishnavhyu Namo Namah.